Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Or pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, let's go another edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us this afternoon. This is Bob Getty. I'm in the Southern Bank Corps studio here in Oak Grove all by myself, but uh, joining me from Ramey Motors down in Purvis, Luke Johnson, Michael Murgens will be going down there in just a moment and throughout the next hour. And always happy to be with our good friends down at Ramey Motors and Purvis. And with Christmas now on the horizon, I'm sure that uh, we'll be telling you about some stuff that's of great interest to you. Speaking of Christmas, a little later in the hour, we're going to talk to Lori Watts down in Marion County. The big, huge Columbia Christmas Festival is underway. We want to update you on that. Also going to be updating uh, basketball from last night and uh, all sorts of good stuff. But we want to kick off the show by going down to the Gulf Coast. Uh, Scott Watkins is the uh, sports writer for the Biloxi Sun-Herald that covers Southern Miss Athletics. It does a great job of it. Scott, always a pleasure to have you back on the Eagle Hour. Thank you for your time. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I enjoy it. All right, so Scott, uh, let's analyze real quickly the uh, Sunbelt football season. You want you to tell me if, if, if my thought process here is wrong start of the year we heard about the east the east the east all the great teams in the east as it turns out maybe the two best football teams in the sun belt were both from the west troy and south alabama uh yeah you would uh probably be right uh with that statement right there uh, definitely seems like the tide turned a little bit you know they always say the sun belt follows the sec and i think the sec divisional streets kind of swapped a little bit this year as well so made sense i guess for it to happen in the sun belt it was, it was surprising Louisiana falling off, not so surprising, but Troy and South Alabama, we thought they'd be better, but 10 wins is definitely a huge, huge, huge jump for both those programs. And, of course, Coastal Carolina is just not quite uh, as good as they have been the last couple of years. And App State, that is a, that is a tremendous fall off that, that they experienced this year. So the divisions, they, they definitely, at the very least, evened out a little bit. Yeah, and maybe the best team in the East is one that can't play in the championship game, James Madison. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Luke, get in here with Scott. Yeah, Scott, I was going back to, to Appalachian State. They're not bowl eligible, even though it was six wins, but two of those six wins were against FCS schools. And, I mean, are, are there we, – we saw Texas State get rid of their coach. Are there any other hot seats um, in, in the Sun Belt right now? Do you think that Sean Clark's seat is, is warm at Appalachian State? You know, I I think so. I think it is officially warm. I wouldn't say hot, but uh, obviously they've they've made some changes. They they 
booted out one of the oldest, one of the most long-time assistant coaches at App State, uh, their defensive coordinator, one of their assistant defensive coordinators, I think. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that he feels it. I think that he knows that they have to win next year. I'm very curious to see what the leash is over there in Boone uh, because App State, of course, they are the – they have been the best Sunbelt team in the expansion era for sure. They've never had a losing season since joining the Sunbelt, even in their first year. I think they're 7-5. and five. But um, they expect 10 wins in the championship every year. And, and tonight we make a bowl game. That is going to put you on the warm seat. So we will see how many games it's going to take to win next year to keep them, keep them around. Barring James Madison, or not talking about James Madison, not talking about Appalachian State, which team do you think overachieved – uh, and which team do you think underachieved this year? Who I think that there's a couple of underachievers in the uh, in the East and Georgia State and Old Dominion. They just did not play up to their up to their talent. Especially Old Dominion, Georgia State just had a very difficult schedule at the beginning of the year. But Old Dominion just did not live up to the hype. Um, I don't think Louisiana underplayed. I think they played just about as well as they are. Overplayed. That's going to be a tough one. Uh, like I said, Troy and South Alabama both. Uh, smashed the overs on their win totals this year by multiple games. Uh, let's see. Coastal Carolina did not overperform, that's for sure. I think Troy and South would have to be the two picks. Southern Miss kind of right underneath them. I think their win total was, what, four and a half, I want to say. And yeah. uh, I had them going five and seven. So six and six was a good year for them. Uh, definitely a big year. If, I, if they had given me a ballot, I would have said John Sumrall, Kane Womack, and uh, Will Hall as my top three coaches this year. Hmm. Interesting. I tell you, a team guys that kind of flew under the radar, but I think had a really solid year their first year in the Sun Belt. And Scott, I'd like to get your thought about this, and that's Marshall. Yeah, Marshall. Marshall is a team that you know me and some of my friends. I think we should we should go back and kind of look back on their season because they did what Georgia State has done the last couple of years, which is look really bad for about seven, eight, nine weeks, and then quietly finish very strong. I mean, they, they could be a nine-win team by the end of the year, and I think that's really impressive, especially for a team that switched their quarterback halfway through the season, Uh, and they just didn't look great. Their offense was almost worthless, I guess, for a few weeks. I mean, they had Kevin Laybourne, probably the best running back in the conference, and just couldn't move the football downfield. They have what I think is the best defense in the Sun Belt, and that carried them for a while, but to make that switch to, I believe, I think he's a freshman quarterback, he kind of sparked them a little bit, I guess, and they finished the season really strong. But, yeah, Marshall is definitely a team that in November completely changed the outlook of their entire season. All right, Scott. Now, here's the main reason we brought you on the show today, because we know you you know the answer to this question, and you're going to share this with our listening audience today. I'll let you fill in the blank here. Southern Miss will be playing in blank bowl game against blank. Oh, and there's two. There's two it could be, and I really do think that uh, it's it's still being molded over. I do not think that it's it's set in stone, and I, I certainly do not know who, who it will be against. But it's it's either going to be Mobile, the Lending Tree, or it's going to be a Montgomery, Camellia Bowl. Uh, that's what I keep hearing. That's what I keep seeing. I have no idea who's going to play in those games. The MAC has so many teams that are sitting at the like the exact same record, and I don't think that the Lending Tree Bowl or the Camellia Bowl – Really cares that much which MAC team they're bringing down, you know? 
So I, yeah, that's going to be tough to say. Uh, but I believe it'll be a MAC team, and I believe it'll be Mobile and Montgomery, which should be good news for for Southern Miss fans. That's a right. quick trip. That is news, Luke. That's uh, so we're headed to Alabama. Scott believes. Yeah, I mean, yep. do any not, of do those not, that came about it. If I'm wrong. Okay. Oh, we won't. We, we we'll won't. we'll we'll just uh, we'll let Equal Post know. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, the so in either one of those are within you know three and a half four hours of, of Hattiesburg, which should be good for for Southern Miss fans for sure. All right, give us uh, give us your take on the uh, the championship game uh, this weekend. Grayson McCall kind of up in the air, not sure whether he's going to play. I, I still think even if he played, Troy might still be a favorite. And then uh, just kind of. You know, you mentioned it a little while ago. You thought maybe the Eagles got one or two more wins than what you thought they would. But, but just your your general thoughts about this six and six team. You know, five points away from eight wins. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the first question, like you said, the that game revolves around Grayson McCall. Uh, I, I've been covering this league for six, seven years. I've never seen anybody carry a Sunbelt team as hard as Grayson McCall does. I, I was surprised it was a. I think it's a lower body injury. It should be a back injury. There's, there's no way that this dude is healthy after, you know, 11, 10, 11 weeks of carrying this really not good roster. I mean, you saw what happened against James Madison without him, 47-7. to 7. They're not a good football team without Grayson McCall. Uh, but and that being said, to your point, I do think Troy will still be a slight favorite if Grayson McCall plays. But as far as who wins, if McCall plays, it's going to be a toss-up. If he doesn't, I think Troy wins by multiple scores. And then to the Southern Miss question, uh, yeah, it was definitely a weird year. I have never covered a year quite like it. I have had three three or four games where I had to write my story a second time in the last few minutes of the ball game. Uh, that's just kind of how the season went. I mean, uh, good defense, kept them in a lot of games, questionable quarterback play, but I found the coaching to be very good at times. I thought this at the end of last year, how they were – willing to adapt and create in a lost season. And it kind of carried over this year. I think my the biggest issue that I kept seeing all year long was I didn't think Southern Miss was running enough plays. And they ran 60, 65 plays a game. This is the team that wants to run 80, 85, 90. And you saw that early in the year. They were kind of struggling to use all of their playmakers because they weren't chaining together first downs. And I think that actually began to work to their advantage because they got into conference play. And I think that Hall and his staff kind of realized that some of these teams just have not seen the things that they want to do. And that's what you saw against Louisiana. They come out first quarter, they ran things that nobody had seen all year long. It's because they don't run a lot of plays. And so I think that those little moments where the coach staff said, hey, you know what, they took advantage of what was essentially their weakness and they made it work for them in multiple wins, Louisiana being that big one right in the middle of the season. That was one that I thought they had to have if they needed bowl eligibility, and the coaching in that first half was incredible. The plan that they, the game plan that they had that game was fantastic. That's, that's kind of my take. I think that they just did a really good job in key moments and working with what they had and working around, even as, as Hall has said, and working around some of the issues that they have had at quarterback. So you, you don't usually get the quarterback play that Southern Miss has had this year and win six games. I, I do think that Will Hall and the staff did a tremendous job this year. All right, good stuff, Scott. We really appreciate you coming on the show this afternoon. Merry Christmas to you. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Absolutely. Merry Christmas to you guys. Thank you guys for having me again. All right, Scott Watkins, Biloxi Sun Harold. When we come back, we're going to go Christmas shopping at Ramey Motors down in Purvis. Michael and Luke are there. Can't wait to hear what they've got in store. Stay with us. 
Southern Miss to the top. Eagle Hour on the road today down in Purvis, Mississippi at Ramey Motors. Happy to have you along with us. Dickie's Barbecue, of course, brings you the first segment of every episode of the Eagle Hour. And uh, holidays coming up, you can get food catered to your party, your house, or you can go in and join our good friends uh, at a Dickie's Barbecue location near you. Also, with Christmas coming up, Campus Bookmark, place to get your Golden Eagle swag on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg, campusbookmark.net. Bob Getty and the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg. Luke Johnson, Michael Mergens, live on location at Ramey Motors. Joined by Tony. He's so famous, the town's named after him. Tony Purvis. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? So it felt like Christmas this morning. Warmed up just a little bit, but there's Christmas everywhere. I'm looking at a Christmas tree. There's stuff all around it. And I was in I was in India in October, so I haven't been a remote here since September. We got camouflage. We got ammunition. We got corn. We got gas cans. It's... It's, it's Ramey Motors everything. That's right, brother. It's not just Ramey Motors anymore. It's Ramey's everything. We got a, if a deer eats it, we got it. We got a ammunition now as well. Um, got a lot of gift ideas. I know if you're if you're like my family, you're going to have three or four dirty Santas. So you need three or four different gifts yeah. you got to, you know, bring. And if you're like my family, you got a women's side and a men's side, well, you can get every men gift here. Amen. Because we got everything from cameras to knives to, um, you know, salt blocks, anything. You can just turn and look. Got buddy heaters. Got uh, stuff for the kids, too. We got some BB guns. Everybody loves those. Did you have one of those growing up? Yeah, I had a Red Rider, man. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. I like this uh, this little Husky Varna kids kit where they can learn to hold a chainsaw and got the, the ear protection. And uh, that's, that's cool. Now I, I do need to ask a question because mm-hmm. you and Dakota are both like high rollers. So if you're if we're talking about like a dirty Santa gift, you know my budget's probably about ten bucks. But I mean you're throwing out like little buddy heaters, yeah, and, yeah, and, uh, yeah the buddy heaters, knives, and all kinds of. I mean, is that no, we you, got, you spend a hundred dollars for your dirty Santa gift? No, we we usually keep it around twenty five to thirty. Okay. And we got we got some gifts in that range. Um, yeah, we we don't do that. My family's from Purvis too, so you could just buy you just buy one of these corn these bags of corn and, and wrap it up and put it under the tree. Absolutely, you could turn that into some deer sausage. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's talk some fun stuff because there are bigger items on the lot. Usually, we look out there and there's some of the best selection of used cars. You guys always have great trucks, but there's something bigger than trucks out on the lot. That's right, and you can uh, check out that entire inventory at Ramy Motors RV. Dot com. That is the new website. We are a Coachman franchise dealer here at Ramy Motors now. We do have uh, Apex by Coachman. We have the Nano, the Remote, and the Ultralight. So three different size, three different styles. Um, we got some you can pull. Kelly could pull with his little... Um, what do you end up getting? A he's actually in a he's actually in a Camry now. Camry, yeah. yeah he, he used to be in a Corolla. The, that's the right. circus car was a Corolla. <laughs> but yeah, so we got we got some uh, small ones that you can pull. You know, twenty two foot. Um, you know, under 4,000 pounds, you can pull with a half ton, no problem. We got some bigger 34-footers, um, you know, the bumper pulls. And then we got RVs, and that's what I'm excited about. We got uh, we got two, three, we actually just received our third model. It's a Leprechaun by Coachman. We have already have a couple cross trails by Coachman and a Prism by Coachman. So Prism's going to be a Mercedes chassis, um, diesel engine, and then the Coachman, uh, cross trails are actually a 3.5 EcoBoost. Really? So, yeah, you get a little better gas mileage hauling the family down to Disney World. And we're excited, man. These RVs, it's just a whole new way of life, you know. Um, 
the campers are fun. The RVs, if you use it like an RV and you travel and, you know, the kids are right there with you the whole time you're driving, and it's just a whole whole new experience. Um, and we got some great financing options for that as well. They're actually not as bad as you think they are. You know, all the prices and everything's listed online. Y'all need to check it out. Yeah, that, that's the biggest thing for me is is that you look at the MSRP, and yeah. if you just if that was the only thing that was there, your eyes might get big. And then you look at the <laughs> Ramey's price underneath, yeah. and man, it's it's good. Yeah, absolutely. And that's and that's the thing with this uh, with the with the RVs market is there's there's a lot there's a lot of campers out there, a ton of campers. There's not that many RVs when you go to search around in in this area. Um, and the main reason is because you do see that MSRP and it says, you know, 150 and it's just like, wow, that's a house. But, and, and it actually is a house. If you go in it, man, these things are nice. They're unbelievable. When well, you were talking about that Coachman Cross Trail, yeah. I mean, the MSRP is, is 140 and you guys are 41 under that. That's right. And yeah. the thing's got 931 miles on it. Yeah. So that's just from not bringing even it here. In yet. Well, that's just from driving it from the factory here. They actually drive them here when they deliver. So something neat, they, they, you know, pull a car behind them when they come to deliver it. But yeah, so they are all brand new, um, for sure. But, uh, yeah. And I mean, you can stretch them out to, you know, 144 year, 144 months. I mean, you can yeah. get that note pretty low. And, uh, you know, we, we sell both obviously with the, with the, uh, travel trailers and the RVs. But something I like about the RV is you're not, you're not tearing up a truck. You know, you're, you're driving the RV. Mm-hmm. So, you get to kind of keep that equity on your vehicle that you have. But the other way around, you know, we, we'll say you have 250 and the camper to pull behind it. So yeah. we'll do the same. Do we need one. to make mention of this uh, mm-hmm. because Michael Mergens is a, a world-famous um, guitarist and musician. He's got a band. And so whenever they sign their next record deal, they need a Tiffin Motorhome <laughs> Allegro bus, right? Oh. They need that bus. That's You've right. got a touring bus <laughs> on site in Purvis, Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. Now, that one, that one there has got heated floors. It's in there my house doesn't have heated floors. <laughs> yeah, it's impressive, man. Y'all need to walk in it before you leave. It's got the it. extension on it. Yeah. I'm gonna quit the band and just be the driver of the Winnebago. <laughs> there you go. There Look you. at it. I mean, oh my it, gosh, it's plush. It's got touch screen, dude. What is this? Let's is hit incredible. the road. Let's yeah. go. go. World Let's tour. Go. There we go. But uh, yeah, that people. One of the reasons you come here is that we've always joked, and it's true. You guys have everything. That's right. And uh, I show back up, and you got ammunition, and knives, and camouflage, and corn, and RVs That's outside. Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to even you forget about what to mention when you get you put this headset on. And you're like looking around, like golly, wow. Yeah, we got shirts. Yeah, we got motorcycles. We got gas jugs. We got everything. You just keep coming. Yeah, but. Uh, we got something for everyone. We got a bunch of new hats in um, as well, but uh, should mention I'm getting I'm getting new tires today. Yeah, I mean, they all do that absolutely. too. Yep, we do tires as well. Full mechanic shop, and if you look, you know we we're just constantly growing, man. It's exciting down here in Purvis. You know, ten miles south of Hattiesburg ain't too far. Um, but man, we we love it here, and we got a lot going on. It's only gonna get bigger. So uh, you know, we always talk about Dakota's always talking about how. People parachute in from, like, Guam <laughs> yeah. and California. Uh, this fall, I mean, I'm sure you guys have, have – there, there, there's one of them right there, Michael. There's yeah. that Coachman Leprechaun. Yeah. Wow. That's Sucker's what you need. Nice. Yep. What, where you been selling them from this, this fall? Man, we get them from everywhere, like you said, uh, you, especially these tractor guys. You'll hear they, uh, they delivered one to Pennsylvania. <laughs> Blows my mind, man. Yeah, but uh, – we do a, we do a lot of car deals, you know, surrounding states. Uh, you know, I've, I've told you before, I've sent some to Colorado and I've sent one or two to Maine. I mean, we, we just, 
we're we're on, we're such an online presence, man. That people, if you're searching, you're gonna find the best deal, and nine right. times out of ten, it's here. Right. So uh, we get people from driving all over the place. But yeah, I think the latest tractor um, was just sold in West Texas, almost in New Mexico. Wow. So, and we should mention you sell all these things, of course. Uh, your guys back there, Dustin, Nick, and all those guys—they're they're putting my tires on today. Quality, right. quality uh, parts and service here at Randy. Yeah, Bear. and that's and that's the thing, you know that. You start selling everything, man. Those jobs, I'd hate to have that job, man. There's, you, there's, there's so much you got to know. There's so many different parts, so much, uh, you know, service work that they have to handle. And man, those guys do a great job. We got a great staff here from the front to the back. Um, very blessed in that in that area as well. And 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 if you do need tires, if you need an old change, stop by. People don't realize we do that. We don't advertise it that right. much, you know. Um, but yeah, we got a full mechanic shop. We'll put your tires on. We'll service your car. We'll do whatever you need. Um, you know, so definitely give us a shot on that to earn your business it, as well. It's like basically you call up here. The only thing y'all don't give is is ballet lessons. Now Dakota might know <laughs> a little might. bit about it because you, you know he's he, got two girls. Yeah, so he I know probably that. knows. How but to they do know it. how to they know how to slide in the dirt too. All right, about a minute and a half left. Christmas coming up. What's going to be going on around here? Man, we're we're going to be open every day. We're going to take obviously. Christmas, I believe, is on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think we're taking that uh, Saturday off and that Monday off, I believe. So well, our hours will be the same throughout. Um, yeah, guys, you got to come down here. We had some Black Friday sales. Um, he's going to extend some of that through. Check us out on Facebook. All those will be posted on there. Um, but, yeah, man, if you are if you need a gift and you're in the area, you don't want to fight traffic, come by here. I guarantee we have something you will want to buy. Yeah, and what I appreciate it because – I bought my truck here a couple years ago and bought my truck from you, bought my uh, Gravely mower from, from Dakota. People who, who you know wonder sometimes when you go on and you see used vehicles and all this stuff, you just wonder what something looks like, like somebody's trying to leave something out. And you guys, every listing has 20, 25, 30, sometimes 40 <laughs> pictures in there, always transparent, always. And, and it's very hard. And this is why you guys do such a great job. The, the quality and the price, those two, you don't get that mix sometimes, but you get it here. Yep, that's right. That's when we, uh, you know, our, our slogan's always been drive the best, save the most, and that's yep. what we try to do here at Rainbow. So uh, Bob is one of those $200, $300 Dirty Santa guys, <laughs> so we need to pick you out a list <laughs> yeah. for for him. Isn't that right, Getty? That's it. I'm a Mr. Generous when it comes to Christmas, Tony. You believe that, right? Really? We're, what, are you going to get Kelly something this year? Uh, Kelly's not on the list. No, no, no. <laughs> He's on the naughty He's list. list. We're going to bring Tony back for a segment because there's some high school state championship games played at the Rock tomorrow and Saturday, and we'll pick those later. Bob? All right, we'll be right back. More to come from the Super Talk Eagle Hour after this. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, welcome back to the Eagle Hour. We'll be rejoining Luke and the guys momentarily down at Ramey Motors in Purvis. Want to remind you about a couple of things very quickly. One being the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast. You can hear it 24-7 on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, 
or you could just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We appreciate everybody uh, that does that every day. All right, quick reminder about this. The annual toy and food drive for Homes for Hope for Children, it's underway. We're asking you again this year to help us during the Christmas season. Donation boxes are set up and waiting for you at the corner market food stores across Hattiesburg and the Citizens Bank on Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg. We're seeking canned food items and new unwrapped toys and really would like to place the emphasis this year on the canned food items, all of which will be distributed to the kids following a live broadcast from the Midtown Quarter Market on Friday, December 16th. We appreciate all that Super Talk listeners have done in past years. We're asking you to join us again this year to ensure that these deserving children enjoy a joyful Christmas. I'll tell you what will make a joyful Christmas, and that's a visit to Columbia. Lori Watts is with me. Lori is the president of the Marion County Development Partnership, and she is the driving force behind what has become the biggest Christmas celebration in Mississippi, and that's the uh, Columbia Christmas celebration. Lori, we're glad to have you back on the show, and you told me the lights are twinkling, the food is great, and the celebration is underway. That is right, Bob. We are uh, having a great time over here in Columbia, and I, I think you give me too much credit when you call me the driving force. We have so many people and volunteers who work hard. We have private investment that makes this happen along with the city, and it is such a huge celebration for our whole town, and uh, it, it is a joy for us to be able to do it. So the Christmas parade in Columbia, which is a big, big deal, is Saturday night. The, nati- the live nativity scene, which is really awesome. Get Luke involved in talking about that in just a moment. That's going to happen uh, beginning tomorrow night. Is that correct? That's correct. Tomorrow night, that, that takes place at 7 p.m. And then after the Christmas parade, it will the nativity will happen every Friday and Saturday night. Right. Luke, I know that uh, you've seen that, but man, I, and I said this when we were in Columbia a few weeks ago, you will get chill bumps during that ceremony, and, uh, uh, and particularly when the live angels appear on the roofs of all the buildings in downtown Columbia. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Lauren and I are planning to, to go down Friday or Saturday to, to Columbia. Yeah, what is the, uh, is that what was most exciting uh, to, to you, Bob, was when the angels came out? I love that part. Yeah, I just can't. I just can't emphasize how uh, beautiful that really is. Lori, what's your favorite part of it? Oh wow, um, the the nativity. Um, I love. I do love the angels. I love the um, the wise men, the kings, as they go across the rooftop and the light hits them. It's just a really great pageantry and i think that's one of the most striking uh points of the of the nativity presentation yeah and stuff can can we talk about the mega tree for a minute yeah we can yes we can not good news what is it and tell us about it because that that really intrigued me but part of it was on the website for so long it was just a big question mark because you guys were saving it up and and i know a lot of people need to know about this well, I'm sorry to say, Luke, that the mega tree was a victim of the the bad storms that came through here. No, yeah. Incre- yeah. yes, it is so. It we were really just devastated Tuesday morning that that had been a a three year project to make that happen. A huge investment of money and time and um, and talent that went into making that happen. So, but. We have regrouped. We are looking at how we can um, 
how we can pivot when it comes to the park at Bluff Park. And as I said, the other activities are really all out. Uh, we do have this year that something we didn't talk a lot about, and that is projection mapping presentation on our courthouse. Our courthouse actually during the light show this year becomes a giant movie screen, and it is it, uh, with all sorts of animation going on on it, and it's really something that you won't see um, in very many places. So that's, wow. that is a, yeah. a great thing to see as well. Now, look, are you going to put on your ice skates when you come down? You know, you can ice skate in the middle of downtown Columbia. That's right. Well, <clears throat> and, it's, and you uh, can get one of I'm not sure they have my size. <laughs> oh, I bet they do. I bet they do. <laughs> we'll have to get you on the rink, Luke. Yeah. Lord, I, I heard, though, that for people like me, you do have the uh, – it's not a walker. I don't know what you call it, but it's the no, ability to be able assist. to hold on to something. That's I right. need an assist. assist. There we go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's that is the way that I experience the ice rink whenever I skate. I I, uh, I am mature enough to be wise enough that <laughs> <laughs> to hold on to something and not turn loose. Yeah, it, it is amazing, but it's true. If you haven't been down there, there's a gigantic a gigantic ice skating rink in the middle of Columbia downtown in South Mississippi. I know it seems like an impossibility, but somehow Lori and uh, her crew managed to pull it off. Best of all, too, Lori, you guys do such an amazing job, and this is this is free for you to bring your family and engage uh, any night that you want to come. Am I right? That is correct. You can enter the event now. Some of the uh, some of the activities are ticketed. The ice skating is a ticketed event. There's a train ride that that you have to get a little ticket for. But to just come down and enjoy the music, the nativity, the Christmas parade, the music and the lights, that is all free. Yeah, it's just a great deal. We're really happy and proud to be a part of that with you. The little, the little role we play every year, and uh, we'll we'll go get you back on the show between now and Christmas. Is that is that a deal? That is a deal, Bob. Thanks so much. All we right. really appreciate you, Super Talk folks. Okay, Lori Watts, everybody, who is the president of the Marion County Development Partnership, amazing lady. Yet, yeah, Luke, uh, I didn't get a chance to tell you. She told me that right before we went on the air. After all of that work, the winds the other night destroyed the gigantic Christmas tree. But we should we should tell our listening audience it was the the tallest the tallest Christmas tree. It was a it was right. a, it set a record. I believe. Right. right. Pretty incredible. Un- unbelievable. All right, back to sports. Southern Miss uh, used another dominating second-half performance last night, put away Mississippi College 74-42. to The ladies had 20 steals during the game. Uh, Malia Grayson uh, coming back uh, into play. Uh, she comes off the bench 8 of 11 from the floor, 3 of 5 from the charity stripe. Got 19 points. She grabbed four rebounds, two steals, and two blocks. So uh, she's back. Dominique Davis drops in 24 points. And a guest that we had, uh, well, Malia was on the show this week, as well as Lauren Gross, who uh, Lauren put in 10 points last night in a four-point play at one point uh, that caused the team to erupt. Uh, Lady Eagles, Luke, off to a good start. Yeah, you go You go back and you look there. I got a four-game winning streak. So since uh, that disappointing loss up at – at Ole Miss, they've won four in a row over North Alabama, Nichols, Lamar, and, and last night Mississippi College play Samford. 
this coming uh, Saturday, and then they'll they'll take the week off, or at least game wise, uh, for for finals week, and they'll take on the uh, the Lady Crimson Tide on December 11th. But yeah, looking looking at last night, so Grayson, uh, they're still working her back, but she did have 25 minutes last night. Came off the bench, seven of nine, 15 points and eight rebounds, and so they're you know they're working. Uh, to to get her um, back in, but really, yeah, really important. Dom again had a had a good game, but what you like to see is that uh, Bracy had 16, Davis had 13, Grayson had 15. What that means is is that the Lady Eagles are able to uh, to to move the ball around, to be able to score from the outside and underneath, and and with Grayson back in the lineup, or at least getting more and more minutes, it takes pressure off Dom to, to that, feel like she has to put up 20 or 25 every night. Yeah, and you know the young lady that was a transfer from Seton Hall, I think her name is Femi Funis, uh, she got in the starting lineup for the first time in a long time last night. Uh, she she suffered from some injuries and some other uh, illnesses, and that that's just another strong addition to the basketball team. So uh, it appears the Lady Eagles are getting back to full strength uh as we get closer and closer to the start of conference play, yeah, just happy happy to see her get back. And uh, you know, I mean, all they played nine last night, and uh, all but two played over twenty minutes, and that's what you that's what you want to see. So these early injuries can possibly help you when you get to conference play because you got players who get got more playing time in non conference play than what they usually would have, and so. In some ways, if the injury bug's going to hit, better to have it hit at the beginning of the season rather than you know in in the games that that truly count. Of course, still a hoping man that maybe Brickell Gray can can get back uh, before conference starts or before the year's over with because Lady Eagles missing her as well. But yeah, you're uh, you got a four game win streak, five and two right now, an opportunity this weekend to get to six and two. There you go. All right, want to got got a sweet tooth? Maybe want something really good. Try out a beignet at Mobay Beignet over the weekend. They serve them up as you order them. they got great coffees. You can go sit in the corner where Luke Johnson broke the record. Six beignets in two minutes, 48 seconds. It's all at Mo Beignet on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. We'll be back, going back to Ramey Motors and Purvis right after this. To the, top. to the top, you're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back live in Purvis, Mississippi at Ramey Motors, Eagle Hour on the road today. Luke Johnson, Michael Mergens here at Ramey's. Bob Getty back in the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg. Happy uh, to have you along. Of course, uh, as Bob mentioned earlier, you can listen to the Eagle Hour on a plethora of podcasting platforms. That's the triple P for the day. Lady Eagle Volleyball in the postseason as uh, they get ready in the NIVC opening round down in Troy, Alabama, taking on Alabama State University. Uh, 20 and 14 on the year. Coach, of course, Coach Jenny Hazelwood's Lady Eagles are 18 and 11. 
That game at three o'clock, li- or three o'clock this afternoon. You can watch it live. Go uh, to southernmiss.com and uh, just click on volleyball, and uh, you'll be able to find the links on that. Southern Miss track and field welcomes Jimmy Joseph, who is the new jumps coach for track and field. He will oversee multi events as well as jumps. John Stewart said, Coach Joseph brings a great deal of expertise since he has coached at all levels, high school, junior college, and Division I institutions. He was on uh, the staff at Alcorn State since 2019. So the newest coaching uh, member of the coaching staff, Jimmy Joseph, welcome to Southern Miss. So he will take over jumps and multi-events for track and field. All right, Tony Purvis joins us again and uh, Bob, we'll do our normal picks tomorrow. Where this right. week we'll pick Sun Belt Championship. We'll pick some more of those championships. But here it is: high school championships at the Rock. I'll ask you this first, Bob, and then get Tony's take. I just again, we've talked about it this week. It's just so big that you know the best in Mississippi plus coaches plus other people will be on campus at the Rock. Oh, no question. It's a great venue. It's a great opportunity to show off the campus at the football stadium, and I hope we see more of it in the years to come. Tony, is it is pretty cool that you know some of these teams we're about to pick and coaches and particularly south of I twenty are going to get be on campus and going to get exposed to Southern Miss football. Absolutely, yeah, it could be a great tool to uh, keep some of these good athletes in the state of Mississippi, even maybe at Southern Miss. Absolutely. All right, what we'll do is we'll go in order. Okay, so. The way these games work, they're, they're technically supposed to be 11-3-7. If a game goes in overtime, they get backed up a little bit. But this is the order we will go in. Uh, in the morning, first and foremost, the 3A game, Noxabee County against Raleigh. Raleigh Lions 13-1, and a real real good story uh, from, from those guys this year. I think their only loss was to MRA, so they miscommit John White. Who you got in that one, Tony? Uh, Raleigh's got one of the best players in the state, and I'm going to go with Raleigh. Bob, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Tony. I like Raleigh in that one, Luke. Yeah, I I think Raleigh needs to cap it off. Knoxville is a team you never you never overlook. They're they're always there. They're always in South State or have made it state championship. But I think the the Raleigh story too good, and uh, and they'll overcome this. Will uh, Will East has told me uh, earlier in the week, Bob, that this one A game tomorrow afternoon is uh, it's probably the most outmatched uh, between the two teams. McEvans thirteen and one, but Tony they're taking on Bay Springs running attack. The Bulldogs looking to repeat. Yeah, never. The only time I've seen someone more excited than you about Bay Springs was Kelly that day. We had free donuts. <laughs> Bay Springs. Would you tell me they were? Would you tell me they were two? They've outscored two hundred eight to six in playoffs. Two hundred two hundred eight to six. Their opponents yeah, in the playoffs. That's crazy. Yeah, we'll go Bay Springs. Bob. Yeah, yeah. After what you told me when you when you did the game last week and you said they look like a four and a half A school. I'm I'm not going to argue with you, Bay Springs. Yeah, I think Dan Brady will repeat. They won 2A last year. They'll win. I'm sorry, they won 1A last year, and they'll repeat this year. All right, tomorrow night, probably one of the best matchups of the weekend. West Point, 11-2, taking on Picayune, 14-0. Picayune has been much better on defense this year. Of course, they got uh, the Oregon commit, Dante Dowdell, and the rushing attack. This is a rematch, Tony, from last year when Picayune got West Point. Yeah, and you, this, you just coin flip. you got to go with the south. Go Picayune. Bob? Yeah, I heard you and Will all year talking about Picayune and how tough they were, so uh, no reason to believe they, they won't finish the year just like that. I am going to go a little upset here. I don't know if it's an upset because West Point's played in seven consecutive state championships. Wow. But I, I will think that uh, West Point – How many have they won? 
five. They've lost the last two, so I think West Point will 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 get them back. All right, let's uh, move till to Saturday. Saturday morning, first game, Mendenhall representing the South, take on somebody that's always been there, Louisville. Tony. Yeah, again, uh, going with the South, go Mendenhall. Bob? Yes, early in my radio career, I lived in Louisville, worked for WLSM Radio, Louisville all the way. <laughs> I'm going to go with Mendenhall. Um, I think this will be a, maybe a little upset uh, with with uh, Mendenhall winning. All right, the 2A game uh, Saturday afternoon, Scott Central 12-2, and Charleston 12 and 3. Scott Central to South Charleston the North. Tony. Scott Central beat uh Collins like 55 to nothing first round. I did see that. So I'm just going to go uh Scott Central. Bob. I'm not going to disagree with the man that they named the city he lives in after him. So I'm going with <laughs> Scott Central too. I go Scott Central. And then 6A, which they're going to play Saturday night Starkville against Brandon, Tony. All right, I picked the South on everyone. And um, I'm going to change here. I'm going to go with Starkville. I think they got the best quarterback in the state. Bob? I'll never pick anything from Starkville or Oxford. I'm going for Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> i got to go Starkville because they're, they're hot. All right, real quick, bold prediction. We'll know Monday where the Eagles going to end up. What city? Uh, man, I'd love the RL Carriers Bowl down in New Orleans. I think that would be fun, maybe play against Western Kentucky. But Boca Raton, I, that's what they – that's what I'm seeing. Bugger Raton, Southern Miss versus Houston. Bob, I'm going Shreveport, Independence Bowl. You? Uh, Mobile, Alabama, boys. That's where they're going to play. Good stuff. Come All see right. them at Ramy Motors. They got everything. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Michael, for helping yes, us. Yes, sir. Thank you, Bob. All right, guys. We'll see you Monday until the ne- or tomorrow, actually. Until the next time, Southern Miss. To the top. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.